Put that on my own mama, on my hood I look fly, I look good You can't touch my back, wish you could I look fly, I look too good Put that on my own mama, on my hood I look fly, I look good You can't touch my back, wish you could I look fly, I look too good Hey y'all, welcome back to the Mommy First Podcast. Where you're a mommy first. And a baddie immediately after. I'm Danny the Icon. I'm Lila. And I'm Typical Tana. <laughs> We're going to get her nickname Right. We got her together. We're going to get her together. So ladies, what y'all do for yourselves this week? Let's get into Mommy Still Got It. Ooh. Where we talk about our self-care for the past week or looking forward. What y'all do? So, yeah, I'm sore. I got back in the gym. Okay. Just one day, though, so don't get too excited. Baby but steps. Right, awesome. y'all right, y'all right. One, one step at a time. But I went with my sister. She's been trying to get me to go to the gym, and I always make excuses. So I said, okay, if she asks me again, mm-hmm. I'm going to go. And I did want to go. Everybody can tell, like, you don't want to go. I was like, I don't, but I have to go. How'd you yeah. feel after it? I feel great. I'm glad I went. I feel like I got a good workout. Uh, we went to Crunch. They have like a sauna. So we okay. had the sauna after, which was very nice. Ooh, that is so really nice. That's immediately after. Then the, the next day, the day after, the day after, I was sore. <laughs> I had to take like an episode bath last night, which was nice. And it helped a little bit, but I'm, I'm struggling. I'm trying to get right and get tight on my birthday. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, last weekend, me and my best friend, we went to a reggae fest. Okay. You know, it's, it used to be a tradition before COVID, but COVID happened and the world shut down. Now we're back at it. It's at Cox Park, or it was at Cox Park. I don't know if they're going to start doing that now, but it was free. So everybody missed that. The food was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good vibe. Is it like a weekly thing, or is it just that one weekend? Usually it's annually. Oh, dang. And so it I used to be. It used to be Memorial um, Weekend right. in May, mm-hmm. okay. and it used to be at the Water Tower. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. okay. now they, I guess, hopefully it's every uh, August. Um, but they had it at Cox Park, and it's free. It used to cost money to get in, but nice. I guess it's very nice. It was a lot of people, like good-looking people there. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Better watch out now, girl. <laughs> Do you have anything? The birthday party was a success. The birthday party was a success. Um, Just relax after and took a deep breath finally. No. Oh. I didn't have, I didn't have class. Um, okay. So I just, I just took that time to, I really spend with my baby. That's nice. I did, I did do my hair. There we go, yeah. It was good. So, Book with my little self care, my little self care moment. Yeah, I did his nappy hair. Come on, JoJo, I got you. All right, so let's let's talk about the pressures of being a mother. Ooh, Ooh, having it all together. I know. (laughs) Automatically putting on that brave face. Definitely, I know. I had a moment. I know the... Wow. When y'all talking about pressure, I'm going to let you go, but yeah. I mean, I know for me, I mean, just the pressure of making sure that I'm spending enough time mm-hmm. like, with my child between 
working full time, going to school full time, uh, and being a full time parent, mm-hmm. there's literally not enough time in the day. Mm-hmm. So I feel like when I come home from when I come home from work, I have to either a do homework um, or make sure you know Kendrick's good, and mm-hmm. I feel like one of them gets neglected, which is usually. Most of the time, Kendrick, because I'm like, you know, in order for me to graduate and get good grades, I got to do my homework. So, um, I just, I don't know, I just always feel bad because I don't feel like I'm spending enough time with him. And and then it gets hard because he's not in school yet, so he's with my mom, like, during the day while I'm at work. And I have to feel that pressure every morning that I drop him off. Cause some mornings he don't want to go, yeah. and I'm like, oh my gosh, baby, I gotta go to work. Yeah, you know. Um, and then you know, I'm like, I promise, you know, when I get home, we're gonna play, we're gonna do whatever. But realistically, it's like, uh, when I get home, I gotta do homework. Yeah, yeah. So, I gotta find that work-life balance. I, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't realize how important work-life balance is mm-hmm. as soon as you have a kid, because you know. I, in high school, I knew I wanted to do this for whatever purpose. Didn't think anything about family. And then when I had Emory, it was still kind of, I was young, so I was still keeping up with the vibe of everything else and not ha- not really, oh, how much time am I spending with my child? Because my mama didn't really spend time with me. Right. And I don't know how much that affects me as an adult now, but sometimes I forget. I'm a lot more guilt written when it comes to how much time am I spending with my kids yeah. now that I'm a lot older um, but when I was younger I was just moving 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 um, but I have started setting like a specific day aside so like Mondays I know we we go to yoga together and that's really uh, nice See <laughs> and then after yoga this Chick-fil-a so we go from yoga to Chick Fil A every Monday. Uh, I think we put, so nice. but I still. I, I think that's, no, I just still feel like it's not enough. And time. I wonder why do we feel like that? Cause that's that's plenty of time that you're spending with your son. Those little moments like that. You said that day aside. Yeah. I'm gonna start setting like every day a certain amount of time aside to try to spend time with Joe's like he only child, so he mm-hmm, wants right. all of my attention. He also wants me to play with him. Even me getting ready to come here, he uh-huh. was want me to play, want me to dance with him. I'm like, yeah. I can't, if I gotta get ready, I gotta go. And it made me kind of sad yeah. that I can't play with him as much as I want to play yeah. with him. So I just feel like, but still trying to have to go to work, have to provide, have exactly. to figure out, and this economy, a side hustle, so you can make more money exactly. to make sure he gets what he right. needs. Then like, that's taking so much time that I feel like, now I feel like I'm a bad mom, mm-hmm. but it's like, if I didn't work, I would still right. be a bad mom because yeah. I'm not providing like what I should. So it's yeah. a lot of pressure. Um, being a mom, especially a single mom, and yeah. dad, like, how, how do we want to figure it all out? Yeah. Like, the hardest part. Yeah. I, um, that's always a thing is the quality time with my mm-hmm. kids. Um, and then what skills am I, you know, teaching them? Mm-hmm. Having to be that role model, because I never viewed myself as a role model. Mm-hmm. But now that we're moms, we are automatically a role model. So that's always a pressure. Another thing for me, my moment that I had was really being vulnerable and breaking down and crying. Yeah. I think as a 
black woman um, but really that black <laughs> culture where we have to have our feelings tucked away and we have to always show up as strong and I feel like that when it comes to being a mom and a single mom we have to always seem like we have it together and strong so when it comes to moments where I do get overwhelmed because I'm still trying to figure out mentally it's hard being vulnerable it is hard being vulnerable in front of my kids and this past week for me um I had a lot of built up stress from the beginning of the year from moving into a new place starting a new position and taking the next level with my boyfriend and still figuring out new changes with my mama and certain things in my family um so for the past eight months it's been building 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 i've been trying to talk about it but when you kind of feel like you're not being heard or able to get it all out mm -hmm. you just kind of let that fall by the wayside so this build up basically all exploded on monday um didn't really have a good uh conversation with my boyfriend in the morning um and then when i went to work my boss was on but <laughs> and having to compose yourself as a black woman is a mountain so i i was dealing with that luckily we because it was email it was all that email bull and i'm like yeah let's talk about it so we was able to get through that conversation and it was okay but then i talked to my mama after work and me and my mama's relationship is a lot it's complicated she can trigger me mm -hmm. real quick mm -hmm. um and i was focused on just getting home getting to the kids when i got home i didn't really say anything to my boyfriend so that kind of piled on and then my mama called again our conversation it was just a tipping point because i was in mm -hmm. my living room my son was watching the tv uh, my bonus son was in the dining room and as soon as i got off the phone with my mom the feelings just start rushing rushing and i'm sitting here scrambling like who can i call so i can get this out so i can focus on cooking and getting the kids together for bedtime and you know all that type of stuff but i couldn't i froze and the only thing i could think of which i don't always like doing is getting out on facebook so i went live on facebook and was really 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 open about what was going on and I just cried I don't really like crying I don't know it's not something that my family taught me mm -hmm. but for some reason I picked up that crying is a weakness mm -hmm. so anytime I do that because I was doing that at work too and I'm like I was pissed I was like in front of these people mm -hmm. I barely know like why are you crying and what so when I did that with live it was a release but afterwards I had to get through the feelings of being embarrassed yeah. You know, because it, I I was, I couldn't keep, I felt like I couldn't keep my composure in front of my kids and then in front of people, but I had to get it out mm -hmm. because I couldn't breathe. I couldn't do any of that. Um, once I got it out, I was back in mama mode, you know, and I was more focused on their routine and getting them together. Um, the whole time it was happening, Irene was like, mommy, you okay? It's okay. You don't have to cry. Yeah. It's okay. And I ended up like, I was like, man, I had to go to the bathroom because I, I don't know. I'm still trying to teach them to express themselves, but that balance when mm -hmm. it comes to our emotions. 
I think there's beauty in moments like that, though, because that shows, like, the realness and rawness. Because I think just the way they portray mama, motherhood or being moms in, like, society or media is all supposed to be, like, perfect. You're mm -hmm. supposed to always be have happy moments, love your child no matter what they do. Yeah. And people feel guilty when they don't really know that other moms are going through what they're going through. So when they have these feelings of pressure or being overwhelmed mm -hmm. or, like, I don't want to be a mom right now yeah. or everybody's really pissed me off today yeah. and I just can't deal with this. Can't deal with hearing mommy ten times right now. Can't mm -hmm. deal with being touched everywhere. Like, they feel guilty. They feel like... Am I a bad mom yeah. being like this? Am yeah. I, should I not feel like it? Should I always be happy and, you know, go lucky when yeah. I have my child? So I, I love when people have those moments, uh, especially the public. I, I, I never understand how it can be kind of like you're being super vulnerable around possibly strangers. Mm -hmm. You don't know. You have all these opinions. But I think there's <laughs> right. so much, there's so many people who might not even let you know, but were healed from that mm -hmm. or they felt hurt. They felt like, Oh, I'm not the only one going through this. I'm not yeah. the only one feeling this. So I know I know how my moments. I had one at work recently where I had to lock my luckily I have an office. I closed my office door and I was just crying. Yeah. And it's always that person, like how your mom was that person that knows that trigger. Mom's my baby daddy. Yeah. He knows the things to say to me to really like take me over the edge. Yeah. Like it'd be, it could be a series of you no know, pressure with motherhood and just being a boss yeah. to work and then all this pressure building up and that one person yeah. that one thing yeah. that just takes you there. And I yeah. had a breakdown too yeah. and you know I had to like so I close my office door. I felt guilty and I kind of like was kind of snappy on my coworkers and all that and you now I felt kind of embarrassed as well. But it's kind of like we're human. It yeah. Happens. Right. And, and I don't, people don't understand that you know. Adults can be overstimulated yeah. sometimes. Mm -hmm. and, um, and when you did that live, um, I felt where you was coming from. And, you know, I was I was right there with you. But I was in the car driving, and I was like, well, I can't cry. Yeah. <laughs> I can't be crying, too. Well, so I got to get home. Right, safely. Uh, <laughs> but I definitely felt where you was coming from because I had, you know, an incident that actually, you know, um, required me to have to go to the hospital. Mm -hmm. Like, I broke down that bad mm -hmm. because, like, I, I bottle stuff in, I hold stuff in, of course, you know, because we always got to be strong and stuff like that. And I always said, I'm not going to let my baby see me cry. Yeah. You know, so, I, you know, there's times where I will wait until he goes to sleep and, you know, mm -hmm. I cry or I take a shower and I cry for yeah. a little bit. Um, but this particular moment, like nothing was going right. Yeah. Nothing. And like he wanted to play, but I had to do homework and yeah. I had, you know, a big paper. And then I, I could feel myself not, you know, being able to focus. Mm -hmm. And I was like, something's not right. Yeah. Um, and then I, I, I was like, okay, let's get it together. Mm -hmm. Started working on my paper and my whole computer just shut down. And I lost everything. Yeah. And I, See, and that's, that, that's that the was, tipping point. That was tipping the tipping point. point. Yeah. And I I literally went into, like, a whole, like, panic attack. Mm -hmm. um, and Kendrick actually, um, either he called his dad or mm -hmm. his dad called and he answered it. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, when I came to, I was in the hospital. Um, and you know, then when I saw him the next day, he's like, "Mommy, um, mommy, it's okay, it's okay. Um, do you feel better?" And he's like, "You was crying in my blanket." Aww. Um, but then you know, cause. 
Kendrick is savage. He's like, hey, Mommy, you was crying in my blanket. Don't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Her, baby. <laughs> All right. I got you. I got you. But it's so I definitely, I definitely felt where you was coming from, and I know exactly what you mean. Cause we, we don't feel like you know we don't always feel like we have that outlet, mm-hmm. and it's actually kind of sad. Yeah. It is. It's, it's yeah. I think that's reason why moms try to link up the way they do. Mm-hmm. Have mom friends to kind of this whole portion of our identity, which is really really important to us. It does change our lives and how we show up in our image and everything. And so that space to kind of let out is important because mm-hmm. we're the ones who are bringing this next generation in. We should have spaces where we're able to be human and not be judged for right. being human. Right. Mm-hmm. And only we can understand that. Mm-hmm. The most negative comments I ever see if a mom's like sharing a moment where she's not feeling like the best mom is always from somebody who don't got kids. No, I'm like, yeah. y'all don't know. Like, y'all see on the outside, a lot of people try to paint like social media in general or just people like to portray their beautiful moments mm-hmm. all the time. So you're always going to see the nice moments. You're going to see the cute matching outfits right. and the going to play in the park. You're not going to see the moments where your child just spilled a whole thing of milk on the floor mm-hmm. as he just cleaned up or you spent hours cleaning up the, his playroom and now he put all his toys there. Like they don't see those frustrated moments that have to deal with yes. work and mm-hmm. being a partner in a relationship, mm-hmm. uh, cooking, cleaning, safe yeah. your house. Yeah. Like, there's so much pressure on women. It's like, how do we relieve that? Like, how do we find that balance of still being good moms, still being able to be vulnerable, let our emotions, but not feel like the world is crashing in on us? Yeah. Like, what do we do? Yeah. That's, that's the answer I'm always looking for because I think as soon as I got pregnant with Emery, at that time I was talking to somebody because we wasn't dating, but I was talking to somebody where it looked like it was supposed to be official. I don't know, but a lot of stuff happened in that relationship where I had to come face to face with emotions and, and, and just reality. And then that's the moment, I think I was like six months pregnant when I decided to, let me start looking at myself. Let me start paying attention to who I associate myself with. All of this mental health stuff, because I didn't know shit about that as a kid. You know, when I was sad, I didn't even say, oh, I was sad. It was just, we went through it and we got through it. Or, you know, angry. I took that time and this whole time that has been like one of my strong passions is mental health because it, it it comes in in so many places for us and yeah. Do y'all do any therapy? Do y'all go to therapy at all? I tried. I've gone to therapy. <laughs> um, Lord knows I need it again. I, I so want it. I think it helps. I've never yeah. been. It, I really think I should go. It does help. Well, it helps for me because um, I get to be vulnerable with somebody that. Not going to judge. Yeah, that's not going to yeah. judge. And somebody that. I technically don't have to see every day. Right. You know yeah. Because I mean? it is. Because so, yeah. I don't. I mean, I think. Mm-hmm. And this really has nothing to do with it. But like 
even like when I go to church and stuff mm-hmm. like that, I kind of don't like the fact that I go to a home church mm-hmm. because I feel like everybody knows you. <laughs> everybody knows you. That's my church. You know what I mean? yeah. So I kind of don't like that. Um, so to talk to somebody, to talk to somebody that's not gonna constantly bring up that reminder. Yes. You know that. Yeah. You know, hey, you're not as strong as you think. Yes. You were because like, last week you just went. Yeah. You know I, mean? I don't. Yeah, I it's don't, backwards. I don't I don't have to think about Burbage. that. I don't have to worry about that, you know, going to therapy and talking to, you know, this person. So um, I, I do feel like it helps, especially because, like, I know me, I have a whole lot, like, just held in. And, you know, I know they say that even when you're pregnant, like, your child can feel that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I do feel like that's why... I, Kendrick is so emotional. That's, that's what I feel about my kids. I would move I, the most if I was ever feeling emotional. Because that was never, there was not a happy moment in my pregnancy yeah. until it got close to the end. And I said, you know what? This is about me and this is about my child. Forget everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. So once I, once I got to that realization that I have to pick where I, you know, um, what's worth my energy. Mm-hmm then it got easier mm-hmm. um, because I'm like, right now he's more important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, forget the world if I lose, yeah. you know, forget the world. I'm not losing this child. You right. know what I mean? So um, I had to definitely come to that realization. I, um, I, I definitely think we need more episodes of this in the future, but um, sometimes or most times my kids are my saving grace mm-hmm. when it yeah. comes to like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, not just growing up, but me wanting to love myself came from how I wanted to show up as a mom. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. I would never, I don't think <clears throat> if I didn't have kids would my mind be mm-hmm. open to that, you know, but I know it's a thin line because people are different have different brains <laughs> or you know these illnesses and there's a lot of undiagnosed people in the world too and certain parents I just don't think should be parents or certain yeah I just it, because I don't know I don't know what's really going on but I, I have I've had personal experiences with certain people that I think they haven't explored their emotional yeah side and it's it's falling onto their kids if yeah. you know what I mean that's why it's important to heal yourself mm-hmm. and I never understood what people would say my kids saved me like I would understand some people but I never thought like I would have that moment because I wasn't like spiraling I wasn't like in and out of jail doing drugs or right. you know, doing things yeah. that I had degree. I was like but you, you know, would think yeah I was like oh I don't need a child to save me but now that I have my son I really realized like how how he really and truly saved me like mm-hmm. if I didn't have my son and have somebody relying on me I don't even know how I would even be here. Right. Sometimes those moments really take your make you just feel like I just don't even want to be here anymore. Mm-hmm. But now I have my son, I know like if I wasn't here, he'd be completely devastated. Mm-hmm. So that's something that kind of makes me go on every day yeah. and like get that strange. So right. I don't know. Moms, it's, it's, it's normal to feel that pressure. Yeah. You just got to find ways to relieve it. Mm-hmm. And not, I always feel like everything has to fall on us. Right. So that's the point of self-care. Point we of don't therapy. always have to be Wrong, even though we feel like we do. Yeah. yeah. So, and to be vulnerable. Don't think it'll make you a bad mom or make you weak. So, 
And it's good to have good support, a good it support is. system. Find that support. Find that village. Yeah, yeah that yeah, village. That's gonna be there. For Y'all want to join our village? Well, no, most definitely. <laughs> that's something definitely in the future. We're gonna have to get some stuff together. Yeah. It's like have moms meet up and have like these kind of moments to be mm-hmm. with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be hard, just if you don't have mom friends. So. Yeah. yeah. Here at the Mommy First podcast, we want all of our mommies to know you are not alone, and you are not meant to go through this alone. You can call or text the National Maternal Mental Health Hotline at one eight three three TLC Mama. That's one eight three three eight five two six two six two. If you are struggling with suicidal thoughts, you can call or text nine eight eight to talk to someone at the National Suicide and Crisis Hotline. Don't be afraid to ask for help. So these pressures for moms is a lot, but there's a lot of pressure on women. Have y'all seen the show with Jason uh, where he guest hosts uh, M.S. Madison? Have, does any of that ring a bell to you? Oh, all? the T.S. Madison. T.S. Madison. I didn't know he was a show with her. Jason from Hollywood Unlocked. The messy Jason. Curly hair. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't hear a show with her. Not he. She guessed. Okay, on his show. I have seen. I've seen clips of his show. So, I don't know when the show came out with this particular guest, um, but she came on and they were talking about um, Jess Hilarious' response to a random trans woman on TikTok. So, when I watched the clip, the random trans woman was like, paraphrasing, because I don't know exact words, but... She was mainly ranting about how women do not own periods or womanhood. Cis women. Cis women. Cis women. And that we need to basically jump off our high horse. (laughs) We experience periods and we experience womanhood, but we are not the gatekeepers. Who else experience? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Jess. (laughs) I wish I knew exactly what she said because she shut that shit down. Um, she basically, I can see why people think her comment was transphobic because she was basically like, how do you tell the difference between what y'all are talking about and people who have straight jackets? So she was trying to say (laughs) trans people are mentally insane and, and delusional. So I see where, you know, there's offense to that, but what she also said is when is people going to take up for real women, mm-hmm. cis women, and which comes to my mind, like, do y'all even like the word cis women? I do not. No. I absolutely hate it. So. I, <laughs> There's so many labels on everything. It's, it's kind of like, why? Like, why does everything have to be so labeled? Like, I don't know. We don't, you, we can call you a trans woman. I mean, we have to be a cis woman. Like, right. We're just a woman. Yeah. Like, you know, I guess they want to be, they hate that we step, like, will consider us ourselves women but then they're trans women but it's like it kind of is what it is like, it is what it is right. trans woman and then biologically which I, you have the right to be whatever you want to be like if you want to be a, a trans woman and you present yourself as a woman that's fine but still at the end of the day you weren't biologically born right. a woman and that's fine there's nothing wrong with that but it's just it kind of is what it is it, it, it should be understood though i don't i don't know why we have so many labels mm-hmm. on stuff either um, because even in the interview with, uh, Madison, cause I don't, um, she was saying that 
when the word female is used, automatically know that talking about cis women. So there shouldn't be any, you know, phrase on that. But I'm like, how how is people going to know, oh, if I say female, I'm talking to this, but I'm not talking to a trans woman. And it's just too much politically correct stuff. And what's this owning a period thing? Like, so we experience it, but yeah, I want to know y'all's opinion on just that. Yeah, first we because I'll tell you, we're the only ones that experience it. So exactly. it's kind of so like, own it. yeah, so we kind of do own it. But even like a trans man, like someone who's born a woman and transitions to a man, they also come out to experience. Period. So that's what that was about. Okay. So the clip, you know, when we see stuff on TikTok, we see the first part of the video yeah but madison is a ts madison mm-hmm. um watched the video that jess responded to in its entirety and that person was talking about trans men okay. because they are biologically women they still have periods mm-hmm. so that's why they were, that person was claiming cis women don't own but the period. person claiming were they a trans woman or a trans man they were a trans woman so it's not about you. Right. Because <laughs> I'm sure a trans man doesn't. Would have felt the need to. They wouldn't care that they They probably would have separated themselves from periods altogether. Right. They present themselves as men and not that woman part of them. So they experience it as well, but they don't want to own it. So it's kind of like as, us as cis women or as women. It's like we're, we experience it and we it, we own it because we don't want that technically. And we didn't ask for it in the first place. Like, we're the only ones that, you know, <laughs> recognize that us being women, that's that's what comes with it. Whereas, like, a trans man, they don't want that part of it. Does that make sense? Right. Like, it makes perfect they sense. They rather not have a period because they want to yeah. be a man. Yeah. Like, as a man. It sounds like the trans woman won't have was a period. Was triggered. <laughs> and it's like, sounds it's like the this. trans woman was triggered by whatever, whatever conversation that came from. Because I'm like, who is going to say... We don't own periods. We naturally have these periods. So whatever conversation or argument or whatever was happening between that trans woman and an actual woman, it should have been left right there. I don't know why they had to feel the need to make that statement. Now, was just like belittling the trans woman by saying you don't get periods? So like... I mean, kind of, sort of. I mean, she was just like... She was just women. fed up. She was fed up. You can tell yeah, she was fed up. but women get period so so i think the i think the issue was the fact that sis was put in front of that woman she also so, said you can never be us talking about trans women right because they you want to be a woman so bad but you can never be us but this day. was just in response to the, the trans, to the trans saying, woman saying yeah so it was kind of like a response not like she and then to have right. some right. context uh, T.S. Madison, she was saying that she's close to Jess, so she respects Jess, so she didn't want to, you yeah. know, offend her in any way. But she had a personal conversation with Jess where she, Jess Hilarious gets mistaken as a trans woman a lot. She so I, so well, She don't do, but it, it's sometimes a running joke on Wild and Nails. You know she's on Wild and Nails. That's yeah. going to be a running joke. The but something about a DM, like if something happened with a DM being done. I don't know. I don't know. It was all 14 minutes of the episode that I was trying to find. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that I was looking at. So I don't, I don't know exact details. But she sounded like she was triggered in her Jess's hilarious mm-hmm. response. She sounded bothered, which I, mean, I would be bothered. I would be bothered too. Because uh, like, what do we do to you? Like, why do you gotta target us? Like, why do you? Have that's to how I feel. Um, that's how I feel. Curious. 
I know this could be another episode, but that's how I feel with the whole LGBTQ community now. I'm not the type of person where plus. I disrespect plus. See? I ain't plus y'all. Yeah, I'm not a type of person where I just automatically disrespect people in general. So whatever you choose to do with yourself, that's really yeah. your business. But when I show up as a female and as a Christian, I feel like I automatically am going to get attacked because that's the choice that I make for myself mm -hmm. and i don't know how with this new day and age i don't know how i feel about how does your christianity play into it and play into lgbt or your opinions on the lgbtqia plus community well i mean the only thing i do is i don't disrespect but i don't agree with it mm -hmm. i mean that's just what the word of god have always shown me and it and then as it's playing out, it's just a lot of confusion. It starting is very to confusing. Surface and I don't like that space. I don't I don't I feel like it's okay to have some labels or identity or whatever type of language out there. But do we have to have something on every single thing? And I just feel like it's a thin line cuz we're allowing so many spaces to be open. Then you have other people who like the pedophiles. They're gonna. They wanted to be a part of the LGBTQ yeah. little thing. Yeah, they do. Because uh, they feel like they're they can't help. They use them as like a. At one point, that wasn't accepted either. But yeah. Now, so it's kind of like I've seen that talk. And How would y'all feel about like one of your kids kind of came in? I have this very thought. similar to like young All Mike from Young Miami. Did you ever see where she said? Uh, if her son was ever gay, she would beat the gay out of him. And that was like a big thing. Mm -hmm. You know, Santana's like her, one of her best friends. She came out recently on Christian Please and said like she's dated, she's had sex with girls and she considers herself bisexual. It's like, how can you say that? But then you said you'd beat your son if he was gay. And I actually have a friend who has a preteen daughter mm -hmm. and she came to her. She had posted about it. She came to her recently was like, there's a girl in her class that she likes and has feelings for her. and she was like you know, talking about how she navigated that my friend's very kind of like open though so she's very like she was happy her daughter came to her and expressed that to her and said how she was super supportive that she told her you know that's okay to feel that it's okay to feel that way i'm glad you like this girl i hope she's good to you it's kind of like a thing mm -hmm. so i kind of wonder like what's y'all like how would y'all feel if your kid came to you and expressed that they were I'm i mean conflicted. i would feel i would feel hurt yeah um but I feel like that's this double standard yeah. when it comes to men, men and women and women. Mm -hmm. and women. Because, um, you know, like, if a, if a man, you know, kind of off subject, but if a man comes in and catches his girlfriend, with you know, with another woman, cool. he's okay with yeah. that. But if he come in and she's Most with another men man, okay with right. That. If she I comes know in, who you know, is with another man, then it's all hell breaks loose. Um, and so even with even but with like that, persons. even with that, that right? But that's the thing, though. Like men, like you know, boys if they're gay or whatever, it's pretty much frowned upon. But a woman, mm -hmm. um, you know, if she's gay, then it's like oh, okay, cool. Like she. So she my like, friend, you think my, it's, my it's girl not got a, a girlfriend. It's not a heavy you know? because she has a daughter who right. likes a girl, whatever. She has a, she has a son. So like it was a boy, you think it'd right. be, it'd it was it would probably be different and be you know harder. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Because you said you're conflicted. I'm. I, I mean, I am conflicted because 
I like to tell myself, I, don't, I won't know until I'm actually in the situation, but I like to tell myself that I'll still love my kids. If Emery said that she's attracted to the same sex or Irie, I would still love them. But I would be disappointed because it's just, it opens up a whole nother process to get through. I don't know how grandchildren play into that. I don't know, like my Christianity is big. So how, how much gossip I'm gonna have to get through, whether it within my church family or my own family, it's just a lot of backlash that comes with it. And I don't, mm -mm, I don't know, I feel conflicted. I don't know, I usually, I pretty much just try not to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, I, because I don't wanna, I don't wanna offend nobody or I don't wanna throw my religious beliefs on somebody else. Just like even with the LGBT, but, but it, that but that includes our like, kids. I feel the same though. way. Like I don't want them to, you know, put all of their, you know, um, the cis labels and the yeah. pronouns and you know. But I don't have to do those pronouns. I don't to accommodate them. But we're not telling. That's my thing. We're not telling other people who's not in our family. What to do with their kids? Yeah, what to do with your or kids or, kids. yeah. This is how I feel about my own kids. And what do I want for my kids? I feel like all of us wants the best for right. our kids how we see it. But then they would say but then they would come back and say, Okay, well if you want the best for your child, then why don't you let him or her love who they want to love? Because they don't you know what I'm understand yeah. it that heavily yet. They especially so my daughter. My daughter. She had a little friend though, so she understands romantic attractions. <laughs> Yeah, to us, to the physical. He's cute. I want to date him. That's it. Because I try to have those conversations like, why? I'm a very, why do you like this person? Mm -hmm. For her, because he's cute. He's cool. And I'm like, okay, you know, that's how I was too when I was that age. But there's so much that I know it's hard for kids because they just yeah. being kids. But I'm like, you just don't understand what. So. I had to have that talk with her as far as telling her, you know, I still love you no matter who you choose to be with. Mm -hmm. Just talk to me. Just come to me about it. I, I want to make a note that I, don't, I do want to ask you real quick for a time. What's your thoughts on representation of like LGBTQ in the media? Because y'all like turning red. And that's a big thing with turning red. Really? They gave off like one of the girls had like a crush on another girl. Kind of like the whole sexual, like the friend. You didn't get that vibe? And turn it red. And turn it red. And I then, you know, there's like, I was the like, and she like, hey, matched up with the girl, and they was like, at first, like, yes, they finally got together. It was saying that they were both two girls who liked each other. Wow. I didn't, I didn't get that vibe in turning red, but I that did. That was a big thing. That was a big I did get in like the, the concert um, when they went to go see. When they went to the concert, and um, I know one of the boys that they went to school with, he was at the concert, and he was just crying all off, you know, oh, I love you, you know, to these other men. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I did see that, but I didn't I didn't get that the other. The girl, one of her friends liked another girl, and they were at the little dance, and, like, they had, like, pushed her into the other girl. They finally met each other, and it was, like, a big... What then? I have to talk about later. Okay, But that's true because there is a lot of that was TV shows that movie. and movies. So when people were talking against that movie, it was because wasn't of that. Mul okay. Wasn't um, 
Mulan, the live action played by a lesbian and had. Oh, I don't know. I haven't seen the live action Mulan, but I, I heard have, I that they know. that they was trying to incorporate that. But they are incorporating that in a lot of these movies, and so it's like kids are n- naturally going to do what they see. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they don't necessarily know. Okay, this is right. This is wrong. They just doing what they see. I didn't know what I was doing when I was kissing my Ninja Turtle pillow in front of my mama. She'd be crap out of it. I didn't want to go. I also didn't want to go back. I would see a lot of people relating that when they were younger, around preteen age, that a lot of girls had like same sex moments with their friends. I had friends growing up that they would have like sleepovers. Yeah. And they would do like experimentation, experimental things mm-hmm. in like the early teen, preteen age. And like the movie Moonlight, where the guy he ended up being like a gangster at the end, but him growing up, he had a guy friend, and they kind of had like a little homosexual moment. But it was like the thing, because he grew up to be like this big thug in the streets. Mm-hmm. But he, when he was younger, growing up, like teenager. But see, my whole thing with that is, I don't, if Emery gets comfortable enough to come to me, I think my reaction time or reaction would be better if she was doing something with a little boy yeah a girl would you yeah i would way? yeah because i don't like being sidelined if it was a boy or a girl i would react but it i know i react differently when emory comes to me because there's other stuff that she's come to me that would make me mad yeah. or upset or disappointed so i'm not too much bothered by the gender okay okay um it's but i will <laughs> think about the gender because i have what i want for emory and for Irene. Yeah. But that's like, I'm around so many people, so I, I'm, I'm kind of used to the differentness on that part. And I would just explore my Christianity and spiritualness on a later note. At that moment, if Emery comes to me about stuff, it's her moment. I want to give her that moment, you know, mm-hmm. but okay. I, I, uh, I do a bad job when it's blindsided. Yeah. I can't, <laughs> I'm very emotional, y'all, and reactive. But I think it's, it's fine for parents to have like their idea of who they want their child to be in all aspects, including like who they end up with. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like figuring out like if it doesn't turn out, that's motherhood in general, if something doesn't turn out how you thought in your yeah. head, how would you react? Yeah. How would you deal with it? Because, you know, of course we always want to say we're always going to love our our child, but it's kind of like some people might that moment well, might not. There's people who abandon their kids. There is like, people. That's See, I am. Yeah. You know, yeah. wherever that is. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like figuring out like, I don't know. It's scary to think about because especially having my son's three, so it's like. But it happens though. So. It does. Even younger, at that younger, younger like I've way. seen, I've seen little babies. Like I was at my family reunion and a little. I think they were two cousins. I don't really know. It was a lot of people, but little baby walked up to the girl, kissed her on the mouth. Oh like, yeah, they get know. hot. They get yeah. hot. called Owl House that's on Disney. The main character is a lesbian and her girlfriend, their relationship is front and center. What's wrong with that though? What's wrong with that? They're not doing like extra nasty inappropriate things. They put like heterosexual relationships in the forefront as well. They do, but I think I, I don't mind it until it's all this PDA. I don't I, I don't really like PDA in general. So if it was a kids. husband and wife PDA, and you still would be. If it's brief, if it's brief, 
But yes, I, there is a biasness. There is a biasness. <laughs> You're right. And I will go over my head a little bit more if it was just a man and a woman versus when it's a guy and a guy, girl and a girl. Mm-hmm. It's just like... I mean, I, I kind of don't like it either way. You know how back in the day, you know, when there was a kissing scene on a movie. Or your eyes. <laughs> yeah, your eyes. Like, oh, you can't see that. Um, even if it was a man or a woman, yeah. and even if it was a husband and a wife. Because they get grouchy too. Because <laughs> kids don't understand the difference. Mm-mm. They don't understand, oh, they can do that because they're a husband and a wife, or they can do that because they're a male and a female. Yeah. They don't understand so, that. If they're not kissing, like on The Proud Family, there was an episode, there's, a, there's Kiki Palmer and A Boogie with the Hoodie, their yeah. characters, they have two dads. Yeah. They're not kissing or anything. They're not doing anything inappropriate. So are you okay with them having two dads showing up like husband and husband for their kids' events? They're not kissing. They're not doing anything inappropriate. But it's very forefront. And you know that they're a couple. I mean, with me, I would kind of be like, really? <laughs> but, like, I don't think that I don't think that a kid would be like, oh, I don't think they would kind of put it two and two together. I, yeah. Like, they are in a relationship because... Kids, there's kids that have two daddies, two mommies, but in their, in that aspect, that. they're thinking, okay, mommy has a boyfriend, that's my daddy, yeah. and then I have a real daddy. Yeah, you know what I mean. So in their mind, oh, I have two daddies. Yeah, or you know, my mommy is my mommy, and then my dad has a girlfriend or a wife. Mm-hmm. So that's my second mommy. You know what I mean. So they're not looking at it as. Oh, you know, they're in a relationship. They're a husband and husband. They're like, oh, she has two daddies like me. You know, because my mom so has a boyfriend. If there's a couple on the show that has husband and husband. I wouldn't be as... I wouldn't feel the need to just, you know, kind of jump on it and kind of just be like, oh, you can't watch okay. this. Mm-hmm. Even though I know, but they don't. Yeah. You know, they wouldn't see it yeah. that way. So you can kind of flip it. You can kind of turn it and be like, oh, yeah, they have two daddies because, you know, mommy's boyfriend and. Yeah, I still let Emery. I, I rewatch his car, so I don't got to worry <laughs> about that right now. But I still let Emery watch those shows that have a lot of the uh, representation in it. Because it's a lot of them. Because it's a lot. She-Ra like is another one. Right, I don't like I don't like when they put in there because they're trying to make it a thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, like natural just, yeah. Out, like and you don't that. really notice it unless you're yeah. really looking for it or somebody says something about it. Yeah. No, you notice in some of them. But well, a lot of the Disney shows so are coming out and having like even the kid characters are LGBTQIA. Mm-hmm. Like they'll have somebody who like I said turn red, or there was like a Disney show where the little boy he was always a little more softer, and they decided just to make him gay, mm-hmm. and that was like a big controversy. So I wonder if it makes me homophobic if I purposely just don't bring it up, like like. I don't promote it like I would like yeah there's a new uh aerial um mm-hmm. show that's kind of like Princess Sophia if y'all mm-hmm. ever heard of that show yeah so they're bringing out an uh, aerial version that has black representation mm-hmm. and so I I reposted that on my Facebook but I wonder if I'm not reposting other stuff that has LGBT LGBT plus yeah uh, representation does that make me homophobic? I'm sure they would call you homophobic. Mm. Whereas we're kind of like, eh, preference. But I'm sure the LGBTQ community probably think you're homophobic for that. Mm. I don't know. I just, I just don't be caring half the time. So mm. I really don't post too much or nothing. Like I didn't post the black Ariel. I didn't post, you know, because that's just 
not me. And yeah. If my son comes to me and asks me about it, okay, I'll tell you. But I don't, I don't just, you know. So if it's not promoted, promote but definitely anything. show that support. Like, yeah, we watched Ariel. Well, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> we watched Ariel. Well, promoting like same sex relationships in your household. Yeah. But if it comes to like. One of your kids has a friend who yeah. might have two phones. It's like, okay, well, I think Emery has right. a friend. Right. Em- Emery's the one who kind of keep me up to speed on what these kids know nowadays. So they are upfront about their identity. If mm-hmm. they are gay, like we're in elementary, fourth grade, and Emery will be like, that's my gay friend. He's gay. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, all right. And that just be that. It's so yeah. normal to them. Okay. Well, I, but I do feel like people push that on their kids mm-hmm. and I don't agree with that yeah. so I mean just because it's popular or we should know, definitely whatever I, I don't agree with that have a part three four five six seven yeah, because I would want to know another episode mm-hmm. how y'all feel about letting y'all sons play with girl toys and and all that stuff because that that's a thing too people Sometimes would be like it doesn't matter. Their kids are just playing with toys. Where other people, people will be like, it does matter because mm-hmm. you're implanting that concept in them, and that's what makes them start developing certain girly tendencies or however they want to label that. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna have to bring. We're gonna definitely say that's the one yeah. I can definitely get into. We definitely talk about this topic, but yeah. that's a bit I would like to bring up in the future. Yeah. That happened before I got here. I did Joe Sansara, and I was like, "Is he like a girl?" Yeah, and he was like, I'm a girl. And I'm like, "No, you're not a girl. You're a boy." So we had to keep telling him, "No, you're a boy. You're not a girl because you have your hair in a little pigtail." Yeah. Like, but yeah, we're gonna talk, we're gonna talk about that. Yeah. We're gonna talk about in the future, but that's it's something we gotta think about. That Thomas sooner than later, she is a preteen, but he's like got time. Yeah. <laughs> All right, ladies, uh, villagers and village, let's hop into this mommy moment. So, for those of you who are new here, um, and those of you who are watching and listening. The mommy moment is where we share a good or bad motherhood moment from the past week. So my mommy moment, um, of course, is I was off from from school. Um, I had a break with classes. So I spent that entire week just doing what my baby wanted to do. Yeah. Um, we did end up. He went to Malibu Jacks for his birthday, but we did end up back at Malibu Jacks <laughs> again because he had that much fun. Yeah. Um, so um, that was definitely enjoyable. He mm. kind of did get upset because he didn't get to get on the bumper cars by himself oh. like he did the last time yeah. on his birthday two days before. Yeah. Because um, they said that he had to be five. But... Other than that, it was party poopers. Right. It was a blast. He did. He did meet like a little girl, and they was oh. playing. A, they was playing in like the bounce, the oh. the beach Give bounce. Us the tea. Give us the tea. Right. She was so cute. She was like she was Hispanic. Okay. Get um, and she she seemed a little bit older. So she may have okay. been maybe five or six. Um, she was so cute. They were playing together, and you know she came up to me. And she's like. Through mama and I'm like yes. Oh, um, she's like, "Is your baby?" And I say, "Yes." Um, and she's like, "What's your name?" And I told her my name, and she's like, "Oh, that's a beautiful name." Aww. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "I was like, oh my goodness, that's so cute." Um, 
this little girl is so freaking cute. Oh, um, and so they they did play together up mm-hmm. until we left, but. Yeah. That was the, it was just so cute and so fun. So I'm glad I got to spend that time with you. It's nice. It's the little things that matter. Oh, no. So I bet you missed talking. Um, so the fairs in town, hey. and hopefully by the time y'all hear this recording, y'all got a chance to stop by the Kentucky State Fair. Mm. But we chose to do that uh, this past Thursday. Um, all five of us showed up there. I was proud of myself because I let Emery meet up with her friends and just do preteen stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the boys, they have fun playing the games and riding the rides. And Ari, he got to ride five rides and he had a blast riding the cars and motorcycles. Uh-huh. And he was bummed out because he was trying to be a thrill seeker. You, have y'all seen the... Um, Little roller coaster that goes in a circle. Uh huh. He wanted to do that. I'm like, now nah, you know you're not tall enough for this. Right. Um, but I think he's gonna be a little thrill seeker. Yeah. So that's what we did. I gotta tell y'all a story. I was the first two, and I almost had to go off on the workers. Really? Maybe I'll make that my second kids. Right. So my mommy moment is I have learned how to incorporate like play into our bedtime routine because Joe's not be fighting going to sleep because you know kids they always want to stay up and play so right. when you say it's half a bath time for his teeth they like no I don't want to do none of that yeah. so I've made it to like he likes Spider-Man so okay. he like role play Spider-Man I'll say like oh Sandman's coming he's throwing sand on you so we gotta get in the tub and wash it off so he'll <laughs> jump in the tub shoot his webs <laughs> and he'll be he's all in it like, right. like my son's an actor yeah. give him his Oscar right give him <laughs> It's like, oh my god, green goblin put goblin goo on your goblin goo on your teeth, so we gotta brush it off. So he's like, oh no, and brush his teeth and get in the bed. Oh, Doc Ock's coming, we gotta run and hide in the bed. We'll go jump in the bed and cover up with the covers so and then he'll go to sleep. So that was no takes all my energy. I'll be tired because I have to stay in full character. Yeah. You know, like, like I'm like. Doing the right character, mommy start over. Right. That's not how it goes. That's not how she said that. You say it like this. You should do it like this. So, yeah, but that's been helpful with our night routine so he's not staying up so late. Like, we're able to wrap it up and get him in the bed. That's what's up. My problem, we got to get creative. That's what I've done. Uh, so, going on into the take them kids outside, because you know okay. we're all about healing our inner child and make sure we have that bonding moment with our kids. Mm-hmm. So, we like to say what we did or plan to do with our kids uh, in the past week or next week. Okay. So, I just like to tell you my story, because we did go to the fair <laughs> as well. <laughs> you smart for going on Thursday. We went on Saturday. The food. Mama really? saw a guy with a gun. It was a lot. Well, he was all over. Mama saw a guy with a gun. Really? They was fighting. He pulled his gun out. Is that the one that yeah. that, that shot gun? his girlfriend? Yeah. No, a different scenario. A different oh, situation. Oh, wow. Yeah. Don't go. Well, he had a long weekend now, but <laughs> it was real ghetto. Mm. But I had to almost go off. Well, Joseph had fun. He got to ride more rides. He's a little taller. Oh, okay. He wanted me to win, like, one of the Sonic characters. But yeah. it was like a little bottle, the ring oh, bottle thing. No, you wasn't girl, like, getting those rings on. And then I get Mama trying to help me, and he was so upset that we had to leave. Oh, I started yeah. being like, can I just buy it? Exactly. Right. But I just know it's super expensive. Mm. I found it on Amazon for like ten, the cost of a bucket. So they right. do sell those little... I don't know. I was oh. going to ask him because he was so upset. But I had to go off on one of the workers because I don't get the concept of if he has to ride, a ride with an adult, why I need to buy a band too. Right. Like, so That's most people how... just let me on. 
like, because he had his little wristband, which is $35. There was this one guy, we got on, and he was like, no, you had to get off. You need your own wristband. I said, he has to ride with an adult. He has one, so why do I need one? He can't ride this ride with an adult, so right. I don't need a wristband. I'm not riding this kid ride for fun. Like, I'm not getting enjoyment because he has to ride with an adult, and it was a whole big thing. He had he held the ride up. I was like, I'm not getting up. Yeah. I'm like, no, call your manager. Because yeah. just I was being so upset we got that ride. Right. We had waited. Right. If I was sitting on, he would have cried. So I'm like, I'm not about to upset my child yeah. because you don't know the rules. Exactly. Like, every other ride we got on, let me on. Without a wristband, because like he has to ride with an adult. Right. But yeah, I had to be a little ghetto carrying y'all. But he he started that ride up. Yeah. Showed it and did. Because it makes sense. Yeah, honey, we was we was gonna be on pause for the rest of the night. What you said? Like, like, I, I wish I did that because I I automatically thought that they wasn't gonna let me go on the ride. So I just was yeah, like, was oh, only that you can't one guy. go on there. Mm-mm. Because first we were letting um my bonus son go on the ride with Ari, um, but then he got to a uh, the Hot Wheels uh, mm-hmm. Himalaya ride, mm-hmm. and they were like, "You have, have to go, go on an adult. adult." Yeah. Um, luckily, the auntie went, but I was thinking I should be able to go without having to yeah. pay an extra thirty five. I ain't riding no ride. Right. Only with him, <laughs> so it's like when he has to have an adult. But we have that's fun a nice last. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's good. Well, now we can jump into let it out, where we talk about anything that's on our mind. Um, good, bad, ugly, whatever you see fit. Um, as a listener or viewer, if you would like to uh, say anything that's on your mind as a parent or, you know, affiliate of just support, um, give us a look on our Facebook page, TikTok page. And our Instagram page, you can drop us a DM or if you would like to email any questions or comments or any type of experience, you can email us at mommyfirstpodcast at gmail.com. So we would love to hear what you got to say. All right. So let's let's let it all out. Mm -hmm. Um, Just just some words of encouragement. Mm -hmm. I saw I saw a a, a meme okay. or a, a quote, and it says, "Become more aware of what really is worth your energy." Mm. And I know, and I know as as parents, um, not not even just parents, but as parents and as people, um, our time management practices like. They clearly reflect our lives. Mm-hmm. So it's just about finding out what in your life isn't in line with your vision mm-hmm. for yourself, for yeah. your family. Yeah. And just make those necessary adjustments. Like establish those boundaries mm-hmm. and those limits and um, anything that may prevent them from draining your energy. Yeah. Like, yeah. let them go. Yeah. It's life changing. It's life changing when you. Let go that energy, mm-hmm. and if you if you can't avoid them, then try to try to create like I said those boundaries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. So. Well, cheers to that. Let's cheers, cheers to that, girls. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so that's what we have for today. So thank y'all so much for listening and watching the Mommy First podcast. Where you're a mommy first and a baddie immediately after.